0: Hello and welcome everyone to the Almost Awesome Podcast. The only podcast that has about one, two, three, three dollars in its pocket right now. I am your host Tanner Hirsch, and today we are going to be talking about a movie, what people are calling a subversion of the superhero genre because it's actually just a horror movie. The movie is called Brightburn. Brightburn asks the question, what if Superman was bad? In case the synopsis and the marketing for the movie didn't already spell that out for you. The story centers around a Kansas couple that finds a crashed spaceship with a baby inside and decide to adopt him and name him Brandon Byers. As the boy gets older, they start to notice that he has strange abilities and has trouble forming empathy. He eventually learns that his... Parents are not his real parents. And that he's not from this world. Which eventually leads him to believing that he is superior and begins murdering people with his powers. And that's it. That's that's the whole movie. So thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. Oh, you're... You're still here. Oh, well, uh... Okay. Well, unfortunately... That's all there is to this movie. It's just a generic slasher film, but the big hook is that Brandon's story is meant to be the opposite of Superman's. You know, it's that what-if story. What if Superman wasn't here to save us? What if he was here to destroy us? But the movie doesn't really do anything else with this premise. The answer this movie gives us is that he would be unstoppable. And that doesn't make for a satisfying journey. The movie plays out more like The Omen with aliens instead of the devil. Brandon is portrayed as kind of an awkward genius at first, but then the spaceship he arrives in, which his parents have hidden in the family farm, begins to activate and starts making Brandon hear weird voices. This leads him to become possessed and is drawn to the spacecraft. It also has him discover his abilities for the first time at the age of 13. And then the voices begin to take control of him, and they start compelling his actions, implying that Brandon is being controlled by an ominous, unseeable alien force. It's only after this, Brandon starts exhibiting psychopathic behavior. He begins collecting pictures of women in underwear catalogs, but also pictures of the human anatomy, as well as pictures of actual guts. This is the show that Brandon is trying to figure out how the human body works, but the movie ta- and the movie takes this as a sign of something actually more dark and sinister. But to the movie's credit, the parents do see this as just more as they have to have a conversation about sex with their son. But the audience already knows what to expect, because we already know that Brandon is going to turn evil, and that the audience is left to interpret it that the parents are just willfully ignorant, at least on the part of the mother, who is played by Elizabeth Banks. That's also the other problem with this film. Everyone coming to see this film already knows that the kid is going to be evil and kills people with his powers, and all the scary stuff just comes down to jump scares and Noticing Brandon floating around, hidden in the frame with his demonic-looking mask and cape and glowing red eyes for his heat vision. It turns into a generic possession monster movie, with all the same tropes that we've seen way too much of, but the marketing of this movie is meant to tell you that it's something different and unique. Well, it's only different and unique if you haven't read any comic book ever. If you did, you might be become aware that this kind of idea has been done so many times. Not just with with Superman, but everywhere. Like, what if Superman landed in Soviet Russia? What if Superman was a tyrant from another dimension? What if he remained on Krypton and became Zod or something? What if Pa Kent was Kevin Costner? All of these terrifying concepts have been used, but evil Superman is more of a gimmick, not something enduring as my brother Will has pointed out to me. This movie perpetuates two misconceptions that I want to address. The first is a misunderstanding of Superman in general. So, let me explain something. In in this movie, Brandon is seen as an alien, and we see examples that his actions are not his own. So basically, he makes no choices for himself, So he's not ever really a good protagonist because the things that happen to him, you know, he just reacts to, usually out of violent hormonal anger. His choices are not his own. He doesn't propel the plot forward. His fathers and others write him off as a bad apple, even when earlier in the film, the parents talk about how their parents wrote them off as such when they were kids and promise to do better, and they end up failing. But I'll get to more of that in a sec. The thing about Superman's alien origin is that, generally, it doesn't define him. In his original appearance, and in most Superman comics, the fact that he is an alien is a foreign concept to him. He doesn't see himself as a Kryptonian, or the son of jor really. He sees himself as just a simple farm boy from Kansas and was raised by loving parents who taught him right from wrong. He sees using his powers as a responsibility and never wants to lose control and will die to defend his home and his planet Earth. And he's always compelled to do the right thing, even if he fails to do it. Now, this movie wants to be the opposite of that, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's actually a good premise. But where Superman makes his choices despite his alien heritage or having anything preordained for him, Brandon is being controlled by alien masters and doesn't make any choices for himself. And that's not the opposite of Superman. Now, the movie has another way it could have made him a more effective protagonist – who is also the villain of this story, making him more like Macbeth. As I said before, Brandon exhibits signs of being a sociopath, with his inability to form empathy for his victims, and fascinations about how he can use his powers to inflict harm. If the movie had just left out the possession stuff from the alien spaceship, compelling him to do things, Brandon making his own choices would have been more meaningful. Then, when his mother tells him that he is special and he learns that he's not from this world, that could fed into his fantasy that he's above these humans who seek to tell him what to do. But the movie isn't interested in that, but instead perpetuates another stereotype, that being mental illness. There are people who are psychopaths and sociopaths who don't kill people and find ways to become good people. But this movie avoids either making any mention that he might have a mental illness and just, say, and just says that he's weird or freaky and are inept at helping him. Again, you can have these characters writing him off as a freak and evil, and then it shows that people who are supposed to take care of Brendan fail him, leading him down a path of evil but the movie seems satisfied with the grown-up characters just half-assing it and portraying him as, well, they tried their best. It could have been good commentary on how our environments shape us, not where we come from, just like Superman did. Now, this movie could have been a whole lot better if they had made some tweaks to the dialogue to mention the mental illness, and cutting out the alien voices. Making it more... Or you could have made it part of Brandon's psychosis. Just little tiny tweaks. You didn't have to change a lot. And it could have had a more maximum fulfilling effect. But I think what would have made this movie great is if they had added an antagonist. Not someone for Brandon to go toe-to-toe with but by adding a Lex Luthor type to his Superman. Now, let me explain. And I'm going to use the play Macbeth here as an example. In Macbeth, Macbeth is our protagonist, but he's also the villain of the story because he kills whoever he wants to get power and to become king because he believes that it's his his destiny, including killing Macduff's family. Macduff then becomes the antagonist because he is working to stop Macbeth while Macbeth as protagonist drives the plot forward. But Macbeth becomes the hero of the story, even though he's the antagonist by the structure of the story, because he does succeed in stopping and killing Macbeth. This movie needed a Macduff, an antagonist who would be our hero. Now, Maybe they could have added the Lex Luthor self-obsessed billionaire genius who turns out to be a good guy, and that could have been a subversion of the genre, but this movie already had a character that could have been our hero and also our antagonist. Brandon has a crush on this girl, Caitlin, who who he ends up spying on with his powers, and he's caught in the process. She is justifiably creeped out by him and causes him to fall down during a trust fall because she thinks he's a pervert and calls him out as such. And when she is forced by their coach to help him up, Brandon breaks her arm out of anger. He then visits her in her home by herself when she is alone. I mean, yeah, I guess that's what by yourself means, but that's beside the point. But he visits her to tell her that she is so- or that he is sorry. And she's obviously scared of him. It's not like Lois Lane where she falls in love with him. No, she is scared shitless of this guy because he knows what he's capable of. But she feels powerless against him. But then Brandon decides that he needs to kill her mother because he sees her as an obstacle not taking into account Caitlyn's feelings, driving home the point that he's more of a sociopath. Then, she just doesn't show up for the rest of the movie. It's a wasted opportunity, and one they could have had to use deliver on the promise of subverting the genre. They could have made her the Lois Lane type, who exposes the truth of Brandon as an alien with superpowers. And maybe she finds his weakness, which... The movie establishes that pieces of his spaceship can hurt him, like kryptonite. So like Lois Lane, she could have learned, who, who, like Lois Lane, who learns that Superman's origin and his weakness, Caitlin could have done that too. She's even reading an article about journalism in the movie at some point, which is meant to be a reference to Lois Lane, but they don't go anywhere with that. The movie ends with Brandon killing both of his parents after each try to kill them, even though they do love him, but seeing it as the only way to stop him. But both of them fail, and he kills them for their betrayal. He then crashes a plane full of people into their family farm to make it look like an accident and to cover up the murders. And then, the credits show news reports of the destruction of Brightburn, and people not knowing what's causing it. Then it shows us a mandatory Michael Rooker cameo for a James Gunn project where he plays an Alex Jones-type person on YouTube, which is played more as a joke, but it's meant to establish that there are other superhero-like people in the world, like an Aquaman-type monster or a Wonder Woman-type murderer. But what should have happened is that this should have been Caitlin exposing all of this at the end, being the Lois Lane type. But instead of loving Superman, she hates him and makes it her mission to stop him. Ending with her knowing her exposing that this kind of world exists and she finds the weakness, finds his kryptonite, the piece of the ship that can kill him. And arming herself with a shiv made from that ship, implying that she can stop him, and is our hope. When she exposes Brandon as this, he is the Superman, Brandon could have seen this, and it's like, okay, well now I'm going to go and have to kill her. But she's discovered his weakness. And the movie could have ended right there, with, it could have been left ambiguous whether or not Caitlyn could kill him. But you're left with some hope. And the idea that you've now subverted the genre, with instead of Lois Lane falling in love with this Superman type being, she becomes the person that can stop him. Not a superpowered being, a normal human being. And she would be our hope to stop him. So by subverting the genre, The Superman is no longer our savior. A regular human is. And I think that would have been much more powerful of a movie if they did that. But if you're looking for cheap horror tricks and want to see what it would look like if Superman used his power to kill people in very gory ways. Which we all know that would happen if he used it like that. Then you can get a few tiny scares and laughs out of the whole thing. But unfortunately, Brightburn is a shallow attempt at what could have been a great story. So, thanks for tuning in today, guys. I uh, I really had kind of fun uh, thinking of a different story for Brightburn and how I think it would have been a lot better. Which I think is actually kind of fun when you can explore concepts like that. So, um... Let me know what you think. Leave comments in my Facebook or Instagram, whatever, and uh, I'd be happy to discuss them with anybody. So that's going to be it for today, and for reals, I will see you next time.